All right, it is 8.51 in the morning. I just made myself a coffee, and, you know, I'm feeling very anxious. I feel a lot of anxiety. And, you know, the real thing, the healthy thing to do when you get that much anxiety is maybe try to talk to a therapist, try to talk to a friend about it, and hopefully that feeling goes away. But I do not have therapy. I'm not paying for therapy currently, so... I'm doing the next best thing, which is just doing a podcast about it Um, and just kind of working through why I'm feeling so anxious. And I kind of know, but, you know, it's good to kind of unravel it. Um, Although I'm starting to understand that. I don't know how doing a podcast is going to cure my anxiety, especially considering that it might just make it worse because I'm putting deeply personal things out into the public, but whatever, you know, I have a podcast, so let me use it, you know, for my personal benefit, um, and this is going to be kind of a audio only type of experience, matter of fact, this is not going to be promoted in any way, it's not going to be posted on social medias, so if you're listening to this right now, it's because you're a true supporter, and you just are subscribed to the podcast or like listening to the audio podcast. So in that case, I appreciate you. That's fun. That's how I, that's how I listen to podcasts. Not many people I know listen to podcasts that way. So I respect your decision to listen to audio only. So why am I feeling anxious? Good question. I'm going to try to not give too many details. I'm just going to be very broad. Um, Because I'm done with the, you know, or maybe I'm not. Who knows? Let me see what I'm feeling. Well, I'm feeling anxious, but let me see how I'm feeling as I tell the story or I guess why exactly I'm feeling anxious. So, you know, I feel I haven't had any sort of inner turmoil or emotional turmoil in a while. Ever since like November. Um, So I've been kind of drama and stress free for a bit. And now it's kind of back to that. And, you know, here's what happened. Again, to be broad, I met this person that I thought there was a connection there. Uh, Turned out there wasn't. Uh, I made a move thinking it was. And then the move turned out to be an awkward move, a move that did not work. And I realized, oh, shit, there wasn't anything there. Um, and I tried to move on kind of quickly from it or, you know, it felt like there wasn't going to be any bad vibes after that, but shortly thereafter, a couple of days later, got <laughs> a text message basically saying like, once again, saying, yo, I did not like that. And then I had to just, that's, that's a pocket in my life that I am very used to. Someone hitting me up and saying, hey, why did you do this? Or what's what's up with this? Or like somebody just hitting me almost like a, I guess like a confrontation. Where I kind of have to explain myself and then I write a couple of paragraphs that I feel are exquisitely written. Put my amazing writing skills to work. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been in this position, actually. Now that I think about it, I'm noticing the pattern of me having to almost think I can do magic through text where I feel like 
the perfectly written text will fix whatever the problem is. I'm literally realizing this now. It's kind of crazy how many times I've been in this position. So I guess maybe that's the pattern that any rational person will look for so that something like this doesn't happen again. I guess whenever... I guess, yeah, that's, that is the pattern, and I think it leads me down anxiety and you know anxiety and sadness after that because i think that will change anything and i guess i'm realizing now that won't so i guess that's just a lesson i just learned just now for the next time in case i'm in a similar type of situation as i am in right now to just try something new if somebody else in the future hits me up trying to say hey why did you do this or you know some sort of confrontational kind of text but not really confrontational but putting yourself in a place where you have to i don't want to say fight back but that's how it feels emotionally like you have to defend yourself now i know for next time i'm just gonna keep it brief no more paragraphs just hey sorry i did that you know i, I yeah actually i think that's probably gonna help me a lot because I think when I write these, you know, these paragraphs thinking that I fixed shit, then time go, goes on. And in this case, you have to see the person again. And you find that you didn't really do anything. And then you realize that you made an action. You tried to explain it with words or trying to deal with it in words in terms of like getting rid of the weird vibe and then it doesn't go away and then i think i realized and then there's a wall because of that weird vibe and then it sends me personally down a spiral and that's kind of what's happened the past 24 hours of the time of recording this um so much so that i had to literally kind of sit by myself and kind of actually reflect Feel my emotions. What did I do wrong? Why do I feel this way? How can I fix it for next time? How can I do it differently? What is the deeper thing you have to deal with here? And I, and I think, you know, I was able to do that last night. And I don't know why I feel anxious. So I guess I don't, I don't want to get really into, you know, the, the deeply emotional kind of introspection that I went through last night. Um, this is a lot, I guess I just want to focus on the anxiety and I think I want to talk about, yeah, I guess try to figure out what the anxiety is. Also just kind of talk about, I think the bigger topic that was all kind of, you know, preamble to what I kind of really want to talk about, which is ego. And I've known about myself that I have a very big ego for a while. And it's interesting because every time I will tell people that or every time I would think about that I have a big ego, you know, I would never see how that's a bad thing. You know, I would never understand, like, what's the problem with it? How can there be how could I possibly reach a breaking point with my ego? This seems great. I don't see what the problem with the ego is. Meanwhile, and I've actually said this before, whenever you feel like. A thing that is obviously harmful to somebody or something that is often talked about, right? You hear so many people talk about, you know, you need to kill your ego. Your ego is the worst thing you have. 
that's a very common sentiment. And so whenever I'm like, man, whatever, fuck those people. I love my ego. Then that means there's definitely something wrong. And I'm realizing now what the problem is with ego. And it's that, that you take everything personally, you know, like you're deeply offended by things that are more than likely not on purpose, you know, uh, and I'm learning that right now and I'm learning and actually, you know, and that's the thing about ego, at least for me, what I'm realizing is that the reason I have such a big ego is because, you know, I, there's this weird, there's this little kid right inside me that feels like he doesn't matter. And so I think my ego is basically now sort of like an armor to make myself believe that I matter. It's like overcorrecting. Now my ego is to the point where I think I matter above all. I am better than anybody. If there's a girl I like, any guy they're talking to, I'm like, I'm way better than this fucking person. Why the fuck are they talking to? If I'm in a room... I feel like I have to be the center of attention, you know, in any time. And, and again, that's why the ego thing is kind of like a, like body armor or like just posturing and projecting because you do the ego thing to like get you through life, I guess. That's interesting. I'm just not realizing that like if you're broken enough, right, and you truly feel like you don't matter, I think you kind of need ego. Because otherwise, you would just be living life with this deep sadness of feeling like nobody cares about you. Um, and I think that's what I'm realizing about myself. I think that's why my ego is so big. It's because I can't, you know, I can't uh, go by the alternative, possibly the real thing. And it's not that nobody cares about me or that I don't matter. That's like the extreme bad version of it. but. The idea that I don't matter more than anybody else. We all matter kind of the same. But ego makes you think that you matter more. And so whenever that gets proven that, you know, that's not true. You don't matter more than people. It's almost like the universe kind of showing you like, oh, you think you matter more than other people? Bam. Here's this. Right? And that's kind of what happens with me a couple of hours. Well. I guess you could go, you could call it 10 hours ago, a couple hours ago, 12 hours about from this time. So, yeah. And, and so now it's just about kind of digging deep and realizing, yeah, it's all ego. Um, because that's the other thing too. Like it's hard to differentiate what you actually don't like, right. In terms of, you know, I feel like this is fucked up versus no, this is nothing you're blowing it out of proportion because of your ego. That's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of right now in terms of my life. Like, what are the things that I like and don't like? And what are the things that aren't as deep as I would want them to be, right? And that's the thing with ego. It's like ego and assumptions go hand in hand. Again, because you're assuming... I think ego, I don't know what people say about ego or how you deal with your ego. Um, but I definitely will have to deal with it because I'm starting to realize a lot of my issues come from my ego. And again, assumptions, assuming that 
somebody is thinking about me way more than they are or like they like me more than they do or they care for me more than they do, you know? Um, almost a sense of like, I am the most important person. And obviously you would feel blank about me. That is definitely something I got to work on. I don't know who the fuck I can go to, to learn more about the ego, but yeah, I'm realizing now that a lot of, that's a lot of my issue. And I've actually, I guess I haven't put it on ego, but I've purposely been trying to stay away from making any decisions or acting upon those feelings of possibly ego where I feel like, oh, this is clearly about me. And then most likely it not being true, but I've been trying not to act upon those feelings because again, you never know. You don't want to assume. Um, and I guess this whole ordeal of why I feel anxious you know, is it, it stemmed from an assumption, but also it's important to say, this is also something that I kind of talked to myself about, uh, last night. And is the idea that you also have to be kind to yourself. You also have to trust yourself, right? And be understanding with yourself, because if I, if I make a decision, right. And turns out that that decision, I read things wrong, right. I read the room wrong. It's not on, it's not now, now it's about you kind of understanding, okay, I did this action. Consequences are going to come from it, whether good or bad, just that's just how life works. There's an action and a reaction, but it's important to kind of stand by your action. If you truly do feel, and I don't mean stand by, like not apologize because if another person feels uncomfortable about what you did or something like that, then yeah, you should apologize because that person felt a way that you didn't intend for them to feel. So that's for the other people. That's the external side, but the internal side is still kind of to stand by yourself because if you then, especially for an overthinker, cause I'm definitely an overthinker. If you then just begin to be like, no, I, you know, I guess I did the wrong thing. I saw it all wrong. What was I thinking? What's wrong with me? I should have known better. You're stupid for thinking it was this way. No, that's even more harmful. Because it can prevent you from believing anything that you think, right? And that's bad. That actually was a place I was in that because of my situation in November, last November, that I learned to kind of, you know, it was a, a deeply, you know, hurtful moment in my life. What happened to me that November. Isn't that a, that's a Sir song, right? November if I remember correctly. But one thing I learned from that situation is that what you believe is valid, right? If you make a, 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 an educated guess and you take into account multiple factors, you're like, okay, so this is this, and this is this, and this is this, and this is this. Therefore, it's just, there's a high chance that this is this then you should kind of stand by that afterwards internally because 
what I've done in the past is believe, okay, this is obviously, let's just, let me just be more specific, I guess. If a girl kind of gives you signals or to you feels like, oh, okay, they want me to make a move or like, to you, it feels obvious that they are coming on to you, right? And you feel it and you see it and you notice it and you're like 90% certain. Once you actually do it or, you know, like actually do the thing that you think they want you to do. And they're like, oh, no, I don't know what you saw, homeboy, but that's not what's going on here. Again, there's two steps you have to take. One, apologize to the person and, you know, not assume the worst or the best. Just take it at face value because that's something I would do as well. I, I've, I've actually been through this kind of situation now three times. And I think I'm learning to deal with it better and better. That's why it takes time. That's why, you know, when you're a kid, when, you, when you're young, you don't know shit. It's all about experience because now I'm slowly getting the experience to know what to do. It's like a Pokemon evolution, you know, like it's like a Pokemon that goes through all the fucking stages of growth. They're like little than medium teenager size then they're big size. Man, I miss playing Pokemon. I just got a weird like nostalgic picture in my head of me playing Pokemon in my Nintendo DS. That was fun. But the first time I went through something similar to this, I was kind of, you know, I, I'm trying to think. Yes. Actually, I think I've been through this shit like four times. This is the evolution of this whole situation of like thinking somebody's doing, you know, thinking the, the scenario I'm talking about specifically that has happened to me a couple of times now. First, it's like where you're with a girl and you think they're giving you the vibe, they're throwing you the vibes, and then you go for it, and then they're like, no, what the fuck were you thinking, you fucking weirdo? Not that not that explicit, but, you know, that sentiment. And then what do you do afterwards? So the first time I went through that, it was like, uh, oh, wow, I was wrong this entire time. Nothing, nothing I believed is real. You can't trust yourself. Whenever you feel these emotions... You cannot trust yourself. You cannot go with your gut. Your gut is wrong. You're wrong. I can't believe you would think that's what it was. How foolish was I to believe that in the first place? The problem with that, it leads you to an existential dread that you don't want to be in because then you just feel like, oh, so then everything I see in my life, I see I'm seeing it wrong. Like I'm wrong about it all. I can't trust myself. If you get to that point, that's a very dangerous point where you think you can't trust yourself. That's dangerous. Yeah, that can get you to some dark places. So that was the first time that I experienced this type of situation. I was just like, yeah, the other person's right. You read it all wrong. You're wrong. It's all wrong. The next time. It was a similar situation. But thankfully, my sister, my sister was, you know, instrumental in like two of these things. The second time was kind of the resentful response where. Again, you read the signs and you may you you act upon that and then. 
The other person was like, no, that's not what happened. And my sister was just like, uh, no, that is what happened. So you should believe that's what happened. So I was like, okay, yeah, that is what happened. And then it becomes a resentful thing because you're like, why the fuck would this person lie? Which again is bad because now you're kind of determining who's the arbiter of truth. You are the other person. And so with that situation, I just kind of got very passive aggressive and annoyed. And was like, this person was fucking lying. I can't understand why people lie to me. You know, I got really mad. Because my sister kind of confirmed that I was right. But my sister also said that they were wrong. So that was a problem. So I hope you guys are starting to see the arc that I'm taking you through. Well, like the first time. I'm wrong and they're right. The second time. They're wrong. And I'm no, or Yeah, yeah, right. So the first time I'm wrong and they're right. Second time they're wrong and I'm right. Right. And then the third time, I think was I'm trying to think if this was the third time yeah the third time was you know third time is a charm and I guess now because now this is the fourth time but I think I'm dealing with this one way better it's still just as deeply emotionally damaging you know it you know makes me feel emotions bad mostly um but yeah let me let me not skip over the third time the third time I found myself literally in the same exact situation that I am now. I keep coming back to, I don't know what's going on. It has to be the ego. I think it is the ego. Or or I think I know what I'm going to do next to change all this. But so the third time, uh, I realized that I was in a similar situation that I was in the second time. And I felt the same in terms of they're wrong. And I'm right, but I am not going to be passive aggressive or resentful or any of that, right? I'm just going to be like, in my head, you know, I was right and they were wrong. So that's like a healthier version of it because at least you're taking things at face value and not being fucking passive aggressive and weird. So that was the third time. And I thought that was just the ultimate way to deal with it but i think now with this situation i'm realizing like literally i'm in the exact same situation fuck man why do i keep now i okay now i actually understand why i feel so anxious because i guess this is the moment in past times in my life where things would go to shit and i would feel awful like things would get really heavy emotionally for me Right. Like, I think that's the anxiety I'm feeling. That's crazy that I got to the bottom of that. The anxiety I'm feeling is kind of me finding myself in a similar situation. I found myself in three times already. And the reason for the anxiety at this point is because those past three times led to the darkest moments of my life. So now it's almost like my body telling me is like, ah, shit. Here we go again. You know, is that fucking. That GTA meme. But now, okay, so damn, that's crazy. I got to the bottom of that. I was not expecting for me to get to the bottom of my anxiety. But so now this time, what I've now that I find myself in a similar situation yet again, I think now 
the actual health and as I you know and I doubt I'm I'm gonna not experience this kind of thing again it seems to be just a magnet for me it just what happens but this situation I guess I'm learning if you feel like somebody is giving you signals and then you go for it and it turns out you read the signals wrong goes back to the beginning of the podcast of this episode where I was saying you know you gotta be respectful and also understand that it's all about perspective and nobody is right or wrong I think now I'm understanding nobody is right and nobody is wrong that's a lesson for me right now to help me with my anxiety that's a lesson for this episode this bonus episode Nobody is right or wrong. It's just about what you believe and what the other person believes. And that could be two completely different things. And so let's say in this case, this person did a lot of things that to you, especially with the experience I've had, they're just talking to women and understanding a certain vibe. To me, this was such a clear cut. Oh, there's something here, right? So that's why I went for the move, which I'm just going to be specific with this part only because I think it's worth mentioning. And maybe it's not worth mentioning and it goes back to who's right or wrong. Fuck it, I'll say it. It's like going for a handhold. It's probably the most innocent thing you could act on your feelings, you know, on like going for it. You know, because typically going for it is like going for the kiss or whatever. Uh... That's what I've done in the past, and that's kind of how it works. Me going for a handhold, it's so fucking... It's actually kind of funny how innocent that is, and kind of... <laughs> that makes me laugh. That's so, I'm so fucking weird. And I mean weird without any negative connotation. Any negative or positive connotation. Just weird. What would I do? Well, what would I go for that? It's it's both innocent and like fucking depraved. That is there <laughs> like I'm fucking nine years old. That's fucking crazy. That's so fucking funny to me. The more I think about that, the more I laugh. But regardless, but that was my way of going for it. I guess is the, holding a hand. Um, and I know why I did that. It sounds weird, but in my head, I know exactly why I did that why I went for that, but I just don't want to get into it too much. Well, I'll just briefly mention it. It's just emotional intimacy or emotional connection. Um, That's what I felt in that moment. So, yeah, I felt that. And then turns out the other person's like, nah, bruh, that's not what this is. And I guess the final lesson, like before, the first time I would be like, Oh, yeah, you're totally right. I'm such a fucking idiot. That's how I will react to the situation. The second time, I, I would have reacted like, Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck is wrong with you? Of I'm right and you're wrong and you're trying to gaslight me, this or that, and you're lying. That's the second time. The third time, same thing, but less aggressive. It's like, in my head, you're wrong and I'm right, but I'm just going to keep this corridor. And now... The evolution of all that is, no, man, like, 
Yeah. It's like they feel that they feel that way and you feel this way and it's just not, you know, it's like it, 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 it. I'm trying to explain it correctly or poetically. I'm trying to put it in a very good way that makes the listener be like, wow, that's so deep and powerful. That's not going to come to me. What am I kidding? So here's what I'll say. This fourth time, I'm realizing you got to trust your decisions, right? If I, if I married, it's not like the decision I made didn't come out of nowhere. And I, it's not like I didn't think about it. I thought about it the whole time. And I finally acted upon that thought on everything I was witnessing. But once it goes wrong, what you have to understand, I'm talking to myself here, is that, yeah, it's totally understandable why you would do that. But it's totally understandable that they were did not mean it that way. And it's just, you just miss each other. Not like, like oh, I miss you. But like, you just, there's no connection there. It's just right back. It's like, foof. Like, go right past each other. And that's fine. And I think that's the problem because I tend to be black and white in a lot of things. Like, who's right and who's wrong. And now what I'm realizing is that it's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's about you kind of accepting that you did something that, you know, was wrong. Or, you know, you you thought something and you acted on it. And you just you were just wrong and now just moving from that and learning, you know, your lesson, but also accepting that you did do that thing. And that other person has the right to react to that thing however they want, you know. So if if things are now awkward between the two people, it is what it is. You can't control it. I know you hate the awkwardness. Again, talking to myself here. You hate that awkwardness and you feel like you wish there was a way for you to get rid of that because you fucking hate it because it triggers your, you know, going back to the beginning of the podcast, it triggers your ego, it triggers your anxiety, it triggers your fucking childhood trauma. But you just have to live with it. That's what being an adult is, is dealing with this thing that is dealing with the consequences of your actions. I think that's ultimately what this whole thing is about, you know. You made an action, there's consequences, and now you stand by those actions, but you also got to stand by the things that come after. And, you know, instead of swallowing or, you know, dwelling in that bad feeling, that awkward, sad, traumatic, egotistical feeling, say, okay, this is just how it is, and now let me try to enjoy myself and look for your little slice of heaven in a place where there is a weird energy, rightfully so.